Tyler win an MVP this year? I hope so. Uh, you, guys are, you guys are up to something. This was the worst comments I ever got on a high-rated quarterback, and I've been doing this a long time. Run up pads on, so we're not going to talk about a whole lot of nothing. Tuesday is sparring day, Wednesday is day that we install everything that we're going to do in the game, and Thursday we just turn it up a notch, you know? All right, we're rolling into the NFC West. Bit of a interesting division now, um, going from the AFC West to the NFC West. You had Russell Wilson leaving the Seahawks, going to the Broncos. Big quarterback news also in the division, though. Kyler Murray getting that big fat contract extension. Lee, Kyler's, Kyler's your boy. What, what uh, say so you? First off, I want to say Kyler deserves the extension. He deserves the money. He's an elite quarterback, um, and I think this is kind of the going rate. There's a little bit of shock value because all these contracts are going up. So it's like, oh, he's the second pay, highest paid quarterback in the NFL. But that's all kind of going to change as these younger guys and Lamar get paid. Um, I've said it every year. I'm going to say it again this year. Incrementally, Kyler has gotten better every year if you look at his career so far. Uh, and all I'm saying now is it's, it's really put up or shut up time. Um, I think that there's no excuse for Kyler not to be a top five quarterback statistically and kind of just from an eyeball standpoint in the NFL this year. And if the Arizona Cardinals do not win a playoff game this year, um, I think it would be a massive disappointment um, from a Kyler Murray standpoint. I think all of this is on his shoulders. I think he was the reason, for the most part, why they didn't win that game against the Rams. I mean, obviously, Cliff is part of the reason too, but Kyler played a really bad game. Every single year of his career, he's played bad down the stretch. Um, he has, There are some durability concerns there, I think. But I think it's time to put all of that to the side and for him to really prove. Because he's right now, all the arguments I see about Kyler is he's that cusp kind of guy where no one's going to put him in the same regard as the Allen, Herbert, uh, Burrow, Mahomes, even Lamar. They're going to say, oh, he's just right there on the outside. And I truly believe in my core that he's on the level of those guys. And um, this is the year where he's going to need to prove that. I think if he doesn't prove that this year, the contract will start to look a little bit like he's getting overpaid. Um, so that's kind of the diatribe I wanted to go on. And uh, I don't think it reveals too much about how I'm going to rank these teams. But, yeah, all, all I'm saying is there's really no excuses this year for him to not. They've paid a lot of guys to play receiver around him. He's got a pretty solid offensive line. There's no excuses for him not to have the best year of his career this year and kind of be in that MVP race. All right. Well, we'll get we'll get to some more <clears throat> Kyler talk when we get to the the Cardinals. Uh, we're starting starting with the Seahawks. Uh, I think we've been kind of talking about the decline of Seattle over the last couple of off seasons. That's why I love doing these these division previews every year because you start to see some some trends over the long term. And I think we'll really see it come to fruition this year. Um, I mean, just some awful awful team building decisions have been made there uh, over over the past few seasons. I think you know whatever. It's never a good thing that you trade your quarterback, but at a certain to a, to a certain extent, it, it almost um, felt like it, it was meant to be, or that it was something that was brewing over the last couple seasons as well. Even this year, man. I mean, you, you draft a guy like Charles Cross, and then you just draft Kenneth Walker in the second round after you have like seven running backs already. It's just there's just decisions that are made in this franchise that make no sense. I don't even really want to dive into the roster like all that much. Feel free if you guys want to. Um, I think this is one of the worst teams in the NFL. I mean, just the way they're built is yeah. ridiculous. How are you paying two safeties? Like, why? Like, why the team building here is is really really bad. Um, 
Yeah, go ahead, Tommy. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not going to... My only thing with this team is um, I think Pete Carroll gives them a certain floor. Um, and this is only really in reference to the win total, which is five and a half in a really bad conference. Um, and it's like, and I'm not saying I'm going to take this bet, but because uh, Drew Locke is their quarterback. And, you know, if they were to go and get Jimmy G, I think that this certainly could be a scrappy, scrappy team. Um, but yeah, not, not too much to add. Um, it's going to be really interesting, I think, to see going forward how this team is going to, how they're going to operate. I mean, yeah, like Kenneth Walker was my RB1, and I still think drafting him was just a joke. Um, I, you know, they drafting Charles Cross, good pick. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if, if Drew Locke is, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I listened to Adam Chernoff, who's a guy who I like a lot. I listened to his team preview for the Seattle Seahawks the other day. And he was making an interesting case for Drew Locke being on the 2020 Jameis Winston trajectory, throwing 30 touchdowns and 30 picks, and how this team, the Seahawks team, could be a sneaky over team because their defense isn't good and they have two really good receivers in Lockett and Metcalf, uh, a good tight end in Noah Fant, and Drew Locke is going to kind of just let it rip. Um, so that's kind of something that I thought was was interesting. But, yeah, I mean, this team's clearly the, the fourth-best team in uh, the division. I really fail to see them. I mean, what's the upside case for this team? Like, Drew Locke has the best year of his career, and they're kind of scrappy, and they win, like, eight, nine I feel games. like the upside is Geno Smith plays, like, okay Geno's going to start. Is that, like, a yeah. hot take? I think Geno's going to start. He's, I don't know. He's still I don't think practicing that's a hot with the take. ones. I mean, it'll be a, like he's he's the de facto yeah. starter right now. Drew Locke sucks. He's never he's never been even close to as good as Jameis Winston. I think that, with all due respect to Adam Chernoff, I respect his opinions. I like him a lot. I think that's an asinine take. I think it's a pie in the sky take. I don't think Drew Locke will ever throw thirty touchdowns in the NFL, no matter who the receivers are. I think he's just really bad, um, and I think he's going to lose the job to Geno Smith. I get what you mean about Pete Carroll, Tommy. I kind of like this defense a little bit. Um, I really like the Kobe Bryant selection. I think it was a third round. Uchenna Nwosu they brought in. Don't really know why they're signing a guy like Uchenna Nwosu, but they are. Um, <laughs> Daryl Taylor, when healthy, has been pretty good. Uh, Jordan Brooks, Cody Barton. I mean, there's like some pieces on this defense that are actually pretty good that lead me to believe they'll be kind of scrappy on defense and then they're just going to run the ball on offense and hope that um, regardless of who starts at quarterback, they're not really going to be able to win games down the stretch. So I think I'm not, I don't have a strong position on the over or under, but, um, I'm really confident this one, this will be this, the last place team in this division. I can say that much. Don't you feel Lee, like this team is just like really strange where they're at in terms of like, they don't, I don't feel like they know what they are Yeah. because at least to me, cause it's like you have DK Metcalf and you have Tyler Lockett and you drafted Kenneth Murray, and then you're signing Uchenna Nuosu, and you're trading Absolutely. for Shelby Harris, and you're re-signing Quandre Diggs, and you have Jamal Adams. And like still. adamantly like, not trying you're making to trade these... for a guy like Baker Mayfield, or adamantly not like yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Where it's like yeah. Baker Mayfield, we can we all have our opinions about Baker Mayfield. I think we all agree he's a pretty significant upgrade from Geno Smith or Drew upgrade Locke. at quarterback. He's a guy all, I think all who of could their roster decisions and thirty picks. Um, yeah, yeah, like. 
all their roster decisions scream, hey, we're like not giving up, even though we traded Russ and we're trying to be scrappy. And then your quarterbacks are Geno Smith, Drew Locke, and Jacob Eason. Yeah, and I think that's just like a Pete Carroll like, football it, it, guy thing where he's like, he just doesn't understand that you can't really win games with Geno yeah. Smith. Like he, I think he genuinely thinks he can. Um, there's just I just no don't understand does, how man. they could be making I, the personnel I mean, decisions that they, they, he doesn't believe he can win games with Geno Smith. It just that just doesn't yeah. add up uh, yeah. to me. So yeah. Well, it's just hard for me to believe that after what they went through last year and the stress with Geno Smith, you know, they're scoring fifteen. Because I think he thinks that the defense is. is like going to be really good um, and they're going to run. I don't know. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let, yeah. We can move on here. Um, I think uh, let's 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 get on to the three teams in this division now that that matter. Uh, unfortunately, and the Seahawks, man, it's, what, what a run. Well, I'm, I'm going to say to, to tail it off, I don't know if you yeah. guys are with me, but I'm going to give out a gooch. Just lay the four with Denver now, week one, in Seattle for the Russ homecoming on Monday night. Prices think, keep going up, baby. going to be a little bit of a blowout. Prices keep work, going Tommy. up. Already did. We Lee and I laid that we bet down have. probably about a month ago, so <laughs> as, soon as, it opened, as soon as it opened, I was all over um, if you shake the magic eight ball, I think it's a signed point to yes that Trey Lance is, is starting. I think for it's this for team. sure. Gonna, he's for sure going to um, start. Yeah. Um, Should he be starting? That's the real question. I don't know. Maybe they just have it go back with Jimmy G again. We're coming up on the year anniversary. Yeah, of the we don't. I don't want to. I, I might get sick if we start doing that again. So I, at least with the with what we're seeing, uh, Jimmy G has been given permission to seek a trade. Who knows where that ends up? A lot of the the league seems. Not that they should be, but seems set in their ways at quarterback. I don't know what the likelihood of the Niners trading Jimmy G to the Seahawks would be. Um, in division, would seem a little risky. Um, anyway, I like this team a lot, uh, but it's it's going to be you know dependent on Trey Lance. Um, you know, Trey Lance is a guy who who coming out. I mean, again, I really like Trey Lance, um, but then I think you know we need to recognize how raw he is. I think that kind of bore itself out in the in the two games he played last year, where obviously he showed some things that were good, um, but it was more. I think it was more concerning than it was. Um, I don't know. I think there was more bad than good, even though there was some some good. But hey, who knows? Maybe with a, a full camp with the ones, if that's where where they go, um, I think ultimately it is where they go. So we'll see what, what that looks like. I think you get a bounce back here from Ayuk too. Kind of a strange. Uh, off season last year into a strange beginning of the year, and then he turned up uh, in the second half of the season. Hey, I mean, this this team made the NFC Championship game last year. Whether or not maybe that was a little overperforming, um, but I think I don't know. I think there's some maybe some concerns on the defense specifically in the in the secondary. But this is a really strong team that has a really uh, good coach and a really good defensive coordinator, and it's it's kind of on Trey Lance's shoulders. And I don't think that necessarily, if if the things don't go great this year for this team, um, it's you know a sign of, of bad things to come. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of maybe pressure on this team if they're if they're starting Trey Lance. Uh, but I, I'm excited about him. I think I think the potential I think the potential is is through the roof. But I don't know if it materializes this. Yeah, year. I agree. I think the potential is through the roof. Um... Uh, maybe this is controversial. I mean, you guys know I love Trey Lance. I don't necessarily know if they should trade Jimmy Garoppolo. I think maybe that that should be a camp battle. Uh, Trey Lance is still 22. He's really raw. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo got them the NFC Championship last year. I think just let the best man win. Um, 
that's not the approach Kyle Shanahan's taking. It's, it's he's made it very clear that Trey Lance is going to be the starter. Um, I think Trey Lance. I kind of disagree, Adam. I, I think it was more good than bad, honestly, in what what I saw to Trey Lance last year. There was definitely bad, but um, I think there was a lot of optimism for a 21 year old kid, kind of exemplifying the arm talent he had and some of the plays he made. Um, I still think you're going to get some boneheaded mistakes from Trey Lance in his first year as a starter. You might lose a couple games you should win, but like you guys both said and believe, the ceiling's really high with this guy, and this is he's in one of the best infrastructures you can possibly be in in the NFL to succeed. So. Um, I expect this team to compete at a pretty high level. Um, I don't necessarily know if I'm going to hold them to the same standard as the Rams, kind of like we did last year, just because of the growing pains of a Trey Lance. But I still expect them in the NFC to be a playoff team, um, even with a first-year quarterback who, who may make some, some mistakes. I still think that he's going to bring more to the table than, you know, that, that, that outweigh some of the mistakes he makes. So... Um, I'm a little bit concerned about Debo not reporting to camp. The whole situation to me has been really weird since last year. I haven't really been able to get my finger on exactly what's happening there. Uh, it seems to be kind of weird. I don't know if he's the type of guy who's going to like sit out games, but they should probably patch that up sooner than later because this team without Debo, um, I don't think it's like the end of the world, but it leaves them with like, uh, George Kittle kind of being the only super reliable pass catcher on the team. And uh, that would be concerning for me. Um, so they should figure that out however they need to do that. Yeah. Um, another year, another year with the, uh, the Niners. I'm, I'm obviously, I'm always usually high on them. Um, I actually, when it comes to like Jimmy being traded, I'm not like, I don't think they should just force a trade. I don't think they should trade Jimmy just because they have a year left on his deal. And um, I think there be, there comes like a certain point where if you're willing to pay the $25 million that he's owed, um, I do think that he should not start. Um, I do think that you need to start seeing Lance in. And I think Jimmy could be, I mean, he's he's been, he's a good teammate from everything that we know about him. He seems to be like an awesome guy to have in the locker room. His teammates love him. Um, and I, I, good, I do think there's some value in him potentially being a nice backup if you can only get, like, a Baker Mayfield return from him. What did Baker go for, like a fifth-round pick? Um, I think that's actually an interesting conversation. Um, but I do, like, like, you know, I still have the same position. I, I think that you need to start Lance this year. I do agree with you, Lee. I do think it was a little bit more – I do think it was uh, more good than bad. Um, I think the Arizona game – was interesting so was the Houston game he got in in that Arizona game I had an anytime rushing TD prop on him and he got stuffed at the goal line by Isaiah Simmons but he clearly was in um they called it not he wasn't in but he was in and uh yeah I think um I mean again I don't want to rehash this debate but this team got to the NFC championship and I don't think it was a fluke I don't think they overperformed I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a, a a good quarterback but there's just some things that he can't do he Against the Rams, they outplayed the Rams for the majority of the game in the NFC Championship. He could not drive them down the field. Uh, and I'm not saying that's the only reason they lost, but I, when push came to shove, they, he, they could, he couldn't do what Stafford was able to do on the other side with the Rams. And you need to give Trey Lance the opportunity to show you that if he can do that or not. And if, if, they, if this team really wants to become a dynasty or become a team that can win multiple championships, they need an upgrade at quarterback over Jimmy Garoppolo. They have the offensive infrastructure that you guys both talked about. They have the weapons. I expect Debo to be playing. I expect them to give him a deal. Um, as much as I love Kyle Shanahan, 
why you're taking Tyrion Davis Price in the third round. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't really get it. But I, in Shanahan, I trust they now have two uh, years in a row of, of third round running backs with Trey Sermon and Tyrion Davis Price after Elijah Mitchell, their sixth, sixth round running back, went for a thousand yards, and they still have Jeff Wilson, who's a solid player. Um, so offensively, I don't really worry about a lot. I do expect there to be growing pains, like you mentioned with Lance. Um, but then again, like that's all worth it to me. Like I. I think the, the 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 ceiling with him and the cost of having him sit for another year and playing another year of Garoppolo, I just it, it's just going to be hard. For the, uh, everything has to go right for this team to win a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. They have to, you know, I mean they've had two two ticks at the can, and it just shows you with the the variance of the game and how tough of the game that the NFL is and how you know unpredictable it is. Like they've against the Chiefs and against the Rams, they just didn't have enough things go their way. Jimmy, amongst among other things, Jimmy just couldn't get it done for them. And I think they need to give Lance a chance to What's do that. What's the uh, win total? Clep- the win total is 10.5, I believe. It actually went down to 9.5, I remember. Yeah, it went down to 9.5, minus 138 to the, un- uh, to the over, plus 115 uh, to the under. Um Klepp, you mentioned uh, D'Amico Ryan's. Uh, this defense really came together in the second half of the season. Um, and Nick Bosa, absolute stud. Expect him to be a easy double-digit sack sack guy again this year. A lot, a lot on Javon Kinlaw this year, man. Like he really needs to start showing some stuff up. He's had some health issues. If he can stay healthy, like that could be a good piece for them. My guy Charles Amenhew, guy I really like coming out of Texas, had some flash in Houston. Had some played some big downs for them last year. Really like the Drake Jackson signing. Uh, I mean, drafting out of USC, local kid, big big recruit. I think he can kind of they can kind of get the best out of him down in in San Francisco. And then Fred Warner, Drake Greenlaw, um, kind of the class of. I mean, just two really good linebackers. That's always been the case. Uh, definitely some work to do in the secondary, but it hasn't really. They've always had a bad secondary, kind of, or a secondary with holes, and, and they've been able to kind of get the best out of all of that. So. Yeah, I mean, a lot to like with this team. Again, um, I think this team is either the second or first best team in the division. Uh, no spoilers, but yeah, I, I, I have a hard time seeing. I mean, I think the, the floor would really have to fall out with Lance. They'd really have to get hit with the injury bug for this team to not uh, be a playoff team come January. Lee, you said in the, uh, the Open, you think uh, Kyler Murray should be winning a, a playoff game this year. It would be a disappointment if he didn't. Obviously, I, I kind of agree with that sentiment, but do you do you think that this uh, Cardinals team is, is capable absolutely. of doing that? I absolutely do. I mean, this is a team that I think improved from last year. And last year, they, especially the first half of the year, were one of the best teams in the league. Tires kind of fell off, as they do with Kyler, or have in his career so far, down the stretch. Um, and they had an embarrass, embarrassment of a playoff game against the, the eventual Super Bowl champions. Um I, I thought they traded too much for Marquise Brown. I think that you kind of have to have a short memory with that if you're a Cardinals fan and move on and understand that you're in a win-now kind of window with Kyler. Um, I think Marquise Brown is a really good receiver. I think he's a number one receiver in the NFL. I think he's proven that in the NFL. Um, and I think that with the absence of uh, DeAndre Hopkins for the first six weeks, Marquise Brown will be able to assume that number one role relatively well. Um, let's not forget that these guys had a pretty good connection, pretty electric connection down in Norman at the University of Oklahoma when they were both in college. Um, eventually led to Kyler Murray winning the Heisman Trophy. Uh, 
I think when DeAndre Hopkins does come back, this is going to be a great one-two punch. I think they're going to complement each other really well. They got two good tight ends in Zach Ertz and Trey McBride. Uh, they improved their offensive line last year, and it showed. Um, I expect Rondale Moore to take a step up in year two, and there's already been, you know, reports about them. Hopefully, they use yeah, it better. That the, util- the utilization of Rondale Moore was yeah. embarrassing last year. Um, I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is a is a great coach. I don't think he's a bad coach. I think he's an average coach. I think you can win with a Cliff Kingsbury uh, if you have a good enough quarterback. And I don't think he's a fireable coach right now. Um, I think this is kind of a make-or-break year for him. And then when you look at the defensive side of the ball, uh, this team's pretty good. I mean, Byron Murphy is one of Tommy's favorite players. He's a solid player. Marco Wilson really came on last year. Uh, Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins have underperformed, but they're still like a solid unit at linebacker. They're average, I guess. Um, Hopefully J.J. Watt can stay healthy. I have some concerns about their ability to get to the quarterback, Marcus Golden and J.J. Watt. Um, But all things considered, man, uh, I think this is a good football team. I think they were a good football team last year, and I think they're going to be a good football team again this year. I think a player like Marquise Brown is going to unlock this offense when DeAndre Hopkins does come back to the extent where they have so many pass-catching options. Um, it's going to be very hard to defend them. And Kyler just got paid. I expect Kyler to have the best year of his career thus far. And if he does that, this is going to be a really, really hard team to beat on a week-to-week basis. I, quite frankly, I don't want to spoil too much. I think they're a little bit of a step ahead of where San Francisco is right now and kind of the development of their team and their roster. Mm-hmm. They obviously don't have as good of a coach, and they're not nearly as proven or experienced. But I still think this is probably a better football team on paper. I still think you have to say right now they have a better quarterback. Um, and, yeah, that's like kind of where I'm landing with this team. I, I'm pretty confident about this Cardinals team. Their schedule is not easy, but it's not like tremendously hard. They have a really late bye week. Hopefully that will help result in Kyler being able to come on towards the end of the year and into the playoffs. But uh, a lot of the games I'm seeing on their schedule are games that are going to be very evenly. I see them evenly matched with a team. You know, obviously they're a little worse than Kansas City, but like like you go and play uh, Philadelphia, you should win. You play New Orleans, you should win. Minnesota is right around, I think, in the same ballpark as you. You should be able to win a game like that. Um, you should be able to beat the Rams once. You should be able to beat the Niners once. You should beat Seattle twice. You should win three division games minimum. Um, that's just kind of my expectation for this team. They should be swinging at a pretty high weight. I'm definitely above market on them, um, and I'm excited to see what they can do this year after kind of getting the con- the Kyler contract stuff in the rear view. Tommy, I know you've been a little iffy on, on Cliff. I mean, do you see this Cardinals team – as a step below the, the 49ers, you were just saying you don't see the, the Niners being able to uh, – maybe you were you were saying you see them as a top-two team. So, yeah. Me? Sorry, we got a little connection there. Um, yeah, um, I actually agree with a lot of what Lee said, but did there's you, two did things you hear my that question I think – uh, Do I view them as yeah. a top-two team in the division? Okay. I do not. I do not. And um, – I agree with a lot of Lee, what Lee said, but I do think there's two things that he said are that are that are false. Uh, Marquise Brown has not established himself as a number one receiver in the NFL. If he did, he would have got paid in Baltimore, and he wouldn't have gotten traded. And he just objectively like has not been a number one receiver in the NFL. That being said, I do think that this is while I did overpay for him, I do think in the in the context of this season, uh, I do think it is a very good move for him. You brought up the connection in Oklahoma. I do put some stock into that, and I think that 
like you mentioned, Lee, when uh, DeAndre Hopkins returns, the combination of him, Marquise Brown, Rondell Moore, and the tight ends, uh, that really gets me excited. Uh, the second thing that you said is that they can Cliff Kingsbury is a coach you can win with if they have a good, if you have a good quarterback, which is kind of what they have right now. I know we all believe in Kyler Murray to a certain extent. We all think that he's a good quarterback, and I don't. I think the jury is still out on that. Uh, I think they should have fired Cliff Kingsbury. We talked. I talked about it, you know, in January in the playoff pods after the playoff uh, performance. I think that he's kind of a known quantity. I. I mean, what, I don't know. I don't really, like, Cliff, with the Cardinals, obviously, like, I think the way last year ended was obviously horrible. But if you look at it from, like, you know, whatever, 30,000 feet, they've gotten better each year under Cliff. Yeah, but he has shown a propensity, like, I'm not saying and this they is were, They were an 11-win team level. last year. Yeah, but what did they start off at? Eight, like eight seven no, or one? whatever. I know. I, I yeah, they yeah, started still, eight, I mean, no. like it, it, yeah, like that's good. <laughs> I get. What, I mean, like yeah, in a perfect that, world, I mean, that's awesome, yeah, it'd be like, great if Brian Dable was the head coach of the Cardinals. That'd be awesome. But you, you can't just like. Yeah. I don't know. Like, would you rather have like Nathaniel oh, Hackett not, if that's like your only option? That that would you rather have you know? I I I would I would actually because I th- I think Cliff Kingsbury is a known quantity. I don't think I'm not expecting to be surprised by Cliff Kingsbury this year. Could I be wrong? A hundred percent. But I if I had to make a bet on whether my opinion is going to change in the good for Cliff Kingsbury uh, by the end of the year, I would be pretty surprised if that's the case. Um, that being said, yes, this team did make the playoffs last year. They did win eleven games. They still are in an awful conference, and they should be a playoff team even if they finish in the third spot, like much like last year, I still think that this is one of the better teams in the conference, even though it's a weak conference. But the fact that Arizona and Michael Bidwell and Steve Kime just gave Cliff Kingsbury a contract extension, like I have some issues with yeah, the way that this too. franchise I don't agree with the run. contract extension. Um, I, I, know, I, I, know you, I know you do. I'm not trying to paint you into a corner as like a Cliff Kingsbury guy, but I do think when you said that I don't like, you know, I think he's a court, a coach you could, uh, can win with with a good quarterback. It's like that's what he's had for the past three years. And yeah, but like Adam said, they've him. gotten better every um, year. So I, and I just wanted to put Kyler wasn't particularly good down the stretch last year. So, oh, I mean, there's a lot. Like I, I think, think that if Kyler's better, Kyler, Cliff isn't um, going to hold them back from winning a, a playoff game. He's not going to, you know. Yeah, I think. I mean, you know, I also believe in Kyler too. I thought I. Viewed him as a generational prospect coming out. I still view him like that. And I, st- and I think there's a lot of Kyler Lamar conversations that has been uh, coming out of you know him getting this contract extension. And obviously, Lamar. Uh, I think Kyler Murray is better than Lamar Jackson. And that's not a slight against Lamar Jackson. And I think that if Kyler Murray was in a situation like Baltimore or in a, uh, with a team and an organization that actually knew what they were doing. And I'm not trying to be too harsh on Cliff, but like John Harbaugh and the Ravens organization is a top – tier organization in the NFL. Um, and that's not to say that if Lamar Jackson was on the Cardinals, he'd be some bum. But I definitely think the results, I, I mean, I think situations equal, I, I would rather take Kyler. And I, I don't know about you, Clep, but I know you would agree, Lee. Um, so again, I still believe in Kyler. Yes, he needs to improve on a lot of things. Um, I was talking about the offense. Like, I think the offense is very good. Now, whether or not Cliff Kingsbury is going to put this offense in position to win, I think it remains to be seen why Rondale Moore was being used as a third down running back, you know, like a running back essentially last year and like not being used in the way that I thought 
what got me so excited about Rondell Moore coming out of Purdue. Well, they only threw as screens a slot weapon him. as a guy who can do a lot of different things. Yeah, exactly. He pretty much was an extension of the run game for them. Like, I think that was ridiculous. I know we all agree. Um, on defense, like Vance Joseph, I think knows what he's doing as a defensive coordinator. Like, I think this defense, um, you know, showed some signs. But I think losing Chandler Jones, Lee, you brought it up. Like, you're putting a whole heck of a lot of pressure on JJ Watt, and you know, my guy Zach Allen from 2019 mock draft season, and and Marcus Golden. Yeah, and your boy Cam Thomasley, like there's just a, and Devon Kennard, former Lion. There's a lot of, there's just going to be a lot of pressure on this team to to produce in terms of rushing the passer, and I think that's going to they're they're going to be a team that's going to struggle to to rush the passer. They're going to be a team that's going to struggle to to get to Matthew Stafford, to get to Trey Lance, dare I say, to get to Drew Locke, and he's going to be slanging all over the place. Drew Locke, thirty for thirty. Um, but yeah, I mean the secondary is is good. The defense, I think, is solid and. I think the team, the team's roster, like obviously, could use some work, but I think it's a pretty darn good roster. My whole issue with this team is, is with Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I think, um, I think, and, you know, just to say my piece quickly here at the end, like part of my concern with this team too, I kind of agree with Lee's sentiment that maybe this team is like a year in front of the the Forty Niners, uh, but then also not having DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games is is going to be tough. I mean, we saw how. You know, the, the demise of the Cardinals season last year also coincided with the, the Hopkins injury uh, and, and them not really being able to do anything else on offense without him uh, in the mix. I also thought the James Conner season was a little bit of an aberration last year. I don't know if you get the same production from him. I mean, he looked he looked awful in the last year in Pittsburgh and then just gets into that warm air in Arizona all of a sudden was running all over the place. But I think the, I think the Cardinals are, are, are a good team. Um, and I think, again, and like you were saying, Tommy, too, in the NFC, should be able to, to make a run at, at making the playoffs. Uh, let's go to the, the Super Bowl champion Rams, baby. Uh, me, and, me and Lee picking them in the, in the preseason to, to win. Lee's two for two now between the Bucks and the Rams, famously. Um, I, I like this team a lot. There were uh, a couple of departures this offseason uh, in the coaching staff uh, to Kevin O'Connell. Um, Odell right now maybe is going to resign, maybe won't, even if he does, won't be ready until October. Um, Sebastian Joseph Day is a guy who, who left. There's a couple others I'm kind of I'm kind of blanking on some of the, the guys who, who have left. Um, I feel like there was a corner who, I don't know. Um, anyway, Darius, Darius Williams, Williams, yes, that's who left. Yeah, so a couple of, a couple of departures, but the, the core stayed intact. Uh, keeping you know re-signing Aaron Donald, obviously that was kind of a question. Um, so didn't they have an edge rusher that left too? Yeah, Obona Okoronkwo. They lost yeah. and Robert Woods for whatever it's worth. Robert, yeah, Robert Woods too. So so a couple of departures, but I, I kind of like this team's. I like their. Chances of, of re, retooling here. Uh, bringing in Al Robinson, I think, is a good signing. Um, he was kind of wasting away in Chicago. This is the first time in his career he's ever going to have a decent quarterback. So that should be interesting. Don't know if maybe his best football is behind him, but I still think he can be a, a big contributor. Kind of like Van Jefferson to have a, a good good year, too. You know, losing Robert Woods, if you don't bring back Odell, I, I mean, I like Van Jefferson's chances of stepping into to a wide receiver three role. Cooper Cup obviously just had one of the best wide receiver seasons in NFL history. Um, re-signed, no boom, uh, with Whit- Whitworth uh, heading out. Um, 
I just I, I like this team a lot, and then obviously Stafford. I mean, I've I've always thought extremely highly of him. I think he even last year during the regular season he was okay. I mean, he was he was good, but he he threw the. I think him and him and Trevor Lawrence were tied for the most interceptions in the NFL last year. Um, I think yep. with Cam, the thing that I want to see with this Rams team, honestly, um, is is the run game get back to what it was pre Stafford. I mean, that's what made this team so deadly when they just had Jared Goff is because that run game was so great and their ability to use the run game to really set up play action passes and set up the passing game and keep defenses off, off balance. It seems like wherever Stafford goes, they, they can't, he can't get a good run game to save his life. So I think if, if this run game um, with, with Cam Akers, you know, being healthy going into the season and, and the offensive line can kind of come together without Andrew Whitworth and, and make, you know, I think there's still a good O line push some guys around. You you saw in the Super Bowl, they couldn't run the ball to save their lives in the Super Bowl. They kept running it up the middle for two yards. It was horrible to watch. So uh, if this team can, I I dare say, if they they get, you know, the running game going, I think this offense can be even better in in 2022. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said. The Rams find a way to just like, find rotational players in the secondary like no team I've seen in the past five years. They just pick <laughs> up guys and they end up working out. Um, yeah, I think the Allen Robinson signing is huge. I expect him to have a massive year. I want to make that clear. I think he's getting undervalued. Um, I think Cooper Cup is obviously incredible, but a little bit of that production is going to have to go away. He's... If he wasn't ever, you know, if he wasn't enough of a known commodity before last season, he is now. Um, I have concerns about the run game. It was embarrassing, uh, not just in yeah. the Super Bowl. That was the most embarrassing, but even just down the stretch in the playoffs. I mean, you can't, I don't think you can win consistency like, consistently like that. Um well, especially you know if they had say if they had to go to yeah Monday, yeah no it's like what that yeah, would have looked like. I think bringing in Bobby Wagner is a good good move. Probably not as good as he used to be, but still a good veteran player. Um, I still feel like there might be a little bit of a hangover, a Super Bowl hangover with this team. I don't think they're this is a world beater roster, um, and I think that it was kind of like a little bit of a team of destiny run last year. Um, but I still absolutely expect this team to compete for a buy spot, um, if not a buy spot, compete for the at least for the number one spot in this division. Um, and yeah, I mean, it'd be very interesting to see how Stafford finishes his career. I think it's I think that's very interesting to me now. Now that he's won a Super Bowl, he's kind of summited that mountain. Um, I'm just curious kind of like what the hunger level is for this team. There were rumors. I, I don't know how mm-hmm. legitimate the rumors were, but rumors of McVay stepping back, rumors of Aaron Donald stepping away. Um, Stafford, I love Stafford to death, but he kind of seemed like a guy. It's like he's got his Super Bowl now. Um, he's been banged up in his career. You know, I just – the offensive line isn't necessarily great. I know they lost Whitworth. Um, I think there could be – it might take a few weeks for this team to settle into the season, I think, and, re- and remind themselves that they're playing – Playing big league, big league football. Um, so yeah. Cardinals win total was uh, nine and a half. By the way, really uh, over plus one forty five, oh, under minus one seventy five. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Rams at 10.5, over minus 118, under minus 105. So exact same odds here on Foxbet as the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah, uh, not too much to add to what you guys said. Um, this team is going to be really good. Um, they're always, yeah, I mean, I feel like most teams who win Super Bowls have a Super Bowl hangover. So I think that is, I guess the Bucks didn't. Honestly, I feel like Tom Brady teams are the only teams that really haven't fallen victim to Super Bowl hangovers, and I'm not really counting on that, but I did forget about... I think, Lee, you, ra you, raise, a, um, you raise a solid point about like the, the want to, but I think this, I think this team is going to be really good again this year. Um, I think Matthew Stafford is a little overrated right now. God. And give him, I know, give, can I you know, just Clef, give the man some, some credit? I mean, Jesus. No, I, but I think... He had an unbelievable run in the playoffs, but that wasn't what he was. In it wasn't the fourth quarter. And best fourth quarter quarterback in the NFL last year. Yeah, well, and and he he again. I'm not saying that Matthew Stafford isn't. He's a top ten quarterback easily. I think, but I I just think that he's been kind of elevated into elite tier that I'm not comfortable putting him in. And you know, he could he could shove it up shove it up my uh, my hoop this year, and I could be wrong and. I, I would love to see it because I, I do I think he's an awesome guy and, and I love seeing him succeed but I do think that um, he went on he played sublime in the playoffs and that isn't uh, that is an indictment on how good of a quarterback he is and how naturally talented he is but again I just you know I don't know I'm, I'm kind of looking to poke holes in this team because I do think that they are they deserve to be the favorite in the division um, but I think all of these teams, Cardinals, or the three teams, the Cardinals, the Niners, and the Rams, all kind of have uh, question marks. With the Niners, you can talk about Trey Lance. With the Cardinals, you can talk about Cliff, uh, among other things. And the Rams, Super Bowl hangover. Um, I'm going to bet on Cam Akers bouncing back strong. Uh, I he, did, he came back very soon from that Achilles tear and, and looked to not be himself. So I'm going to bet on his talent and bet on the prospect that I, I really enjoyed coming out of Florida State. So I do expect him to bounce back. Um, I do think you guys, you know, bring up the run game I think is kind of that's a that's a that's a good point. That's an underrated point. And you know that McVay is going to want to run the ball even if it's uh, not necessarily uh, working out for him uh, as we saw in the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, bringing in Bobby Wagner, I think that's an awesome sign. And I still think Bobby Wagner is one of the better linebackers in the NFL. He's not on the him and Luke Keekley level that he was during his prime, but I still think, as far as linebackers go, that's a top ten linebacker. Um, again, this is a on defense. It's a it's a it's a stars and scrubs kind of roster, and they've made it work before. Aaron Donald, arguably the best defensive player of all time. Jalen Ramsey, top three corner, uh, pretty easily, and they've had guys fill in. David Long has played well. Um, Lee Darion Kendrick, sixth round pick, just a guy yeah, who I can see Jacoby you know, like Durant too, is a guy from uh, South Carolina State who is like I think he's like five nine, but he led the FCS in interceptions last year. He's he's just like a ball hawk um, kind of guy, spark yeah. plug. So both those guys I think are good in different ways. Darion Kendrick I think would have probably been like a fourth round pick if it weren't for the fact that he's big and he ran a really slow forty. Really slow. He ran forward. like a four so I think seven. He's gonna be exclusively yeah. like a zone guy, but yeah. still has really good ball skills. I want to say he was a five star recruit, and well, and he was a dude that if he left Clemson instead of uh, transferring to Georgia, I, he probably would have been like. I mean, maybe he would have ran the same slow forty, but a guy who's been kind of 
um, hyped up throughout the past uh, two draft seasons and in college football. So this team's going to be really good, man. Uh, much like the Chiefs, I have a hard time seeing this team uh, finish less than second um, in the division. Um, so, yeah, I think this team's going to be really good. Um, should be in Super Bowl contention again. In still, got, uh, still got Aishon, too, baby. Yep, still got Aishon. And considering all things should be the um, favorite uh, in the division, I think. And so they still have a uh, – they do have Leonard Floyd. Rank so, him, yeah, Tommy. I mean, I'm going to go uh, for the first year maybe in, in back judge history. I'm going to take the Rams to finish first. Uh, in the division, I'm going to take the Niners to finish second. Um, as much as I do really want to put the Niners, I was just looking at the Niners' schedule, man. It is kind of cake. I'm not going to lie. Um, just side note, I kind of want to go through it. Uh, in terms of out-of-conference opponents, you've got the Bears week one, Broncos week three, Panthers week five, Falcons week six. Then you got Chiefs. I'm going to stop saying week. Chiefs, Chargers, Saints. Dolphins, Bucks, Commanders, Raiders. So there's some good teams in there, but um, yeah, um, I really want to put the Niners first, but I'm not going to. I'm going to reverse jinx them. I'm going to go Rams first, Niners second, Cardinals third, Seahawks fourth. Yeah, I put the Cardinals first if the last eight weeks of their season weren't. I mean, I just I I kind of as much as I would like to see Kyler finish strong, I think they're going to get off to a really good start, and then it, and then it's Rams, Niners, Chargers by. Patriots, Denver, Bucks, Falcons, Niners. So, <laughs> Lee, Cardinals money line week one at home against the Chiefs. It's probably like yeah. Plus I mean, thirty. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it? it's gonna. They're three. They're yeah, a three point I dog. I, I think. I don't think the line's gonna change too much. So I'll just figure that out after camp. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna take the Rams first, Cardinals second, Niners third, and uh, Seahawks fourth. Me, uh, I'm going Rams, Rams, Cardinals, Niners, Seahawks. Is that what, yep. that's what you just said, Lee? I kind of like maybe three teams coming out of the NFC West, just based on how I've my pre- preliminary looks. The other yeah, I, I'm probably with you there. We'll see. Depends how many how many hiccups yeah, I, Lance has. I tend to agree. I mean, one of us, someone's gonna have to get on the uh, Eagles, Vikings, Giants, Saints. Uh, you know, seven teams make it to the yep. playoffs. So. It'll be interesting going forward in our NFC previews. Alrighty, boys. Two divisions down. Six to go. Boom. You stay skiing.